0: Hello, mums and dads. This is another special bonus for parents that follows on from my last podcasts about why reading aloud matters. If you haven't listened to those, then you might want to go back and give them a listen first. OK, so remember last time I mentioned that book by renowned world literacy expert Mem Fox called Reading Magic? Well, if you've not read her book, I recommend you do so as soon as you can, as it contains a wealth of information about the power of reading aloud to our children from birth for as long as they will let us. Now, my podcast is simply a compliment to what you are already doing with your own read aloud time. It can never, ever, ever substitute for that special read aloud time for you and your child. Because I grew up in Scotland with an Irish father, I was fortunate in that I inherited the Celtic love of stories. Telling stories came easily and naturally to me and of course with my experience as an elementary teacher and many years of being a narrator for the Talking Books for the Blind, I always assumed that everyone could naturally read aloud to a child. But in her book, Mem Fox mentions how one day after her talk, a father came up to her and asked... But I don't get it. How do you make this reading magic happen? I don't know how to read aloud to my children properly. Well, that gave me pause for reflection. And so now, when I go to family literacy evenings, I always spend time with parents on their own to give them some tips as to how to go about this reading aloud in a way that brings joy to the child and to the parent. First of all, remember that your job as the parent is not... teach your child the mechanics of reading. That is the teacher's job. Your job first and foremost is to teach your child to love stories, reading, writing, telling and listening to them. This wise African proverb sums it up well. What we teach a child to love is more important than what we teach a child to learn. Every teacher can attest to this truth when they see a kindergartner who has been read aloud to since birth, who has been exposed to nursery rhymes and poems and songs, who has been steeped in the beauty of language, seldom will that child experience any problems with the mechanics of reading because he or she already loves stories. Choose stories you are going to read aloud to with your child with great care. Try only to read them stories that you love, because stories touch your heart. You may know that the Hebrew word for spirit, ruha, also means breath. So when you read aloud, you're breathing your heart and spirit into every single word. You're sharing your heart with your little one. So the more you love the stories you read aloud, the more your little ones will too. If you can, try and collect a special stash of picture books. You know, you can get them at garage sales or buy used ones online or just check them out from your local library and then keep these certain books for very special occasions. Maybe these are the books for when grandma is coming to visit and you make a big deal about going to this special spot where you keep this special treasure trove of books and then you very carefully bring the books down and handle them with great care and we take them over to this sacred little spot for them to be read to by grandma. Or maybe you keep a special stash for certain holidays or for certain days of the week or times of the day or when we're really feeling very sad or mad. The important thing is to create a sense of awe and wonder excitement about the opportunity to share these very special stories. And remember, you don't need to read the story word for word every single time. You can use this as an opportunity to talk about the pictures You can play games. Can you see the letter S? How many times do you see that letter? (gasps) Make it fun and jolly and shout out loud and laugh and point and tickle one another every time you find that letter or the word. Always share what you love about the story with your child. Invite her or him to express what it is she loves about the story. Try and relate stories and what a character experiences or says to something that is happening in real life. For example, Mim Fox mentions in her book that when her child was caught in the pantry rifling for a snack, she simply quoted Winnie the Pooh. One needs a little sustenance. You should be aiming to read three books a day, one favourite, one familiar and one new, or you can do all three familiar in one day. Fun is off the essence. It should never, ever, ever, ever be a chore. Once a child is familiar with a book, you can let them read aloud to you. Memorise poems or maybe favourite chunks of a story and recite them to one another in the car or while doing chores. Consider starting a little book club. Whenever you meet, one mum or one dad reads aloud their favourite story to the group. And then they share why they love the story and maybe offer some kind of related activity. It could be as simple as drawing a picture of one of the characters or having a recipe for some of the food mentioned or dressing up as one of the characters or just simply discussing the story's theme and asking open-ended questions as much as possible, such as, well, what was your favourite part of the story? Did it remind you of any other stories? So these questions never have right or wrong answers, so the child never feels cornered and always is happy to answer the question. Remember, there are many ways to teach reading. Phonics, where you're teaching the sounds of the letters, is only one way. But when you're reading aloud to your child, you're sort of working from the other end of the phonics. You are reading stories, complete stories, so that you can enchant your little ones, so they can bask in some bolt of beauty, some whiff of wonder that will linger with them long after that last page is turned or final word is uttered. And that is every bit as important as teaching the mechanics of reading. If you want to raise children who forever see the link between literature and life and thus can more readily live life compassionately, creatively and joyfully, then that is what we must do. Teach them to love stories. Well, I hope some of those insights affirm and inspire your parenting journey. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of that journey by sharing my love of stories with you and your little ones. Don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram at journeywithstory for even more daily inspiration and fun quotes from your favourite stories. You can also send me pictures your child has drawn, request a birthday shout-out for your child, or request a special kind of story that maybe tickles your little one's fancy. Cheerio then, until our next episode of Journey With Story.